Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Is it time to trust Graham Ashcraft in week 21? Find out next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5 on Friday, August 11th. I am Frank Sample, joined by Scott White, and let's get into our week 21 preview. We'll start with the schedule. Six teams with seven games next week. The D-backs, Mets, Cardinals, Royals, Padres, and Mariners. 18 teams with six games and six teams with five games. Guardians, White Sox, Cubs, Phillies, Blue Jays, and the Twins. Starters sit these fringe two-star pitchers, beginning with Bobby Miller. He's facing the Brewers and the Marlins, but he has struggled over the past couple of months. Scott, what do you think? I will preface this whole thing by pointing out it is a light schedule this week. Very few teams with seven games, a lot of teams with five games, as you pointed out. So I'm only counting 27 two-star pitchers total and only 12 that I'm even halfway interested in starting. So I'm, I'm grading on a curve here and I'm, I'm recommending Bobby Miller for most formats because those matchups are so good. And he is coming off one of his better starts. Um, so hopefully that'll, th- hopefully he'll go into these two good matchups with some momentum. All right, let's move over to Braxton Garrett facing the Astros at the Dodgers. Yeah, not feeling it. Tough matchups. He hasn't been pitching that great lately. Logan T. Allen at the Reds and home against the Tigers. Matchups are a little better, especially that Tigers matchup, but just haven't seen enough enough signs of promise from Allen lately. Wade Miley at the Dodgers and at the Rangers. Nope. Tough matchups. And Brady Singer versus the Mariners and at the Cubs. Been pitching better lately, getting better results anyway, but I don't trust it. All right, well, let's slide over to the two-star pitchers that we will start, the ones we'll add and stream. We've got four names on the list. Who are they? They are Nick Pavetta, number one on the list. Great matchups at Washington, at the Yankees, which, yes, is a very good matchup. And uh, he's been getting a lot of strikeouts recently. Now, can I guarantee he's actually going to start those two games or versus following an opener? No, I can't guarantee that. But he's legitimately started two of his last three appearances and, and got plenty of strikeouts in both. And uh, so hopefully that continues with these good matchups. I think you can count on him for 15-plus strikeouts this week, if nothing else. All right. Uh, let's slide over to the single-star streamer, Scott. You mentioned there's not... Oh. Wait a second. I only talked about one of the two-star pitchers, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, just uh, just pick it up right after Pavetta. <laughs> I was wondering, I was like, hey, are we going to talk? I was like, should I just follow up? But You're going to cue me for I don't know why. Okay, I'll keep going. Yep. Miles Michaelis has great matchups as well against the Athletics and against a depleted Mets lineup. He's been kind of a random number generator this year, but it's been coming up good, really, since mid-May, more often than not, mid-3 ZRA since then. Not many strikeouts, but I, I think with the favorable moment, the favorable matchups, you can go ahead and run Michaelis out there this week. Uh, much further down the list here of, of 
streamer pitchers, Kyle Hendricks going against the White Sox and Royals. Two good matchups. Never sure what to expect from him from one start to the next, though, and not many strikeouts are likely to happen. And then Graham Ashcraft. Yeah, this is the scary one because, look, he's been pitching great lately, at least in terms of keeping runs off the board. Graham Ashcraft has a 194 ERA in his last eight starts. Low strikeout rate, kind of a high walk rate, reminiscent of April when he was clearly under... Uh, clearly overachieving and then collapsed soon afterward. But his most recent start, Ashcraft had 18 swinging strikes against the Marlins, changed his pitch mix again, maybe figured something out. Again, grading on a curve here with the two-star recommendations. He's going against the Guardians and the Blue Jays. One-start options. Do we want to get into those? Let's do it. Gavin Williams against the Tigers. Cole Reagans at the Cubs. Chase Silseth against the Rays. Those are the three breakout pitchers of the second half. I am predicting, based on their recent work, a lot of strikeouts, good stuff. Uh, the matchup, obviously, is much more favorable for Williams than for Reagans and Silseth. But if they come through it in their starts over the weekend, because they will be making another start this week before we set our lineups for Week 21, then I think I'm willing to trust them regardless of the matchups because they just look so good recently. Meanwhile... Andrew Heaney against the Brewers, good matchup, pitched well lately. Steven Matz against the Mets, good matchup, pitched well lately. J.P. France against the Mariners. Uh, don't totally trust him, but that's a pretty good matchup. All right, let's slide over to the hitters, the best matchups for next week. The D-backs, Mets, Cardinals, Rockies, and Mariners. The worst hitter matchups, Angels, Yankees, Rangers, Marlins, and the Nationals. With that being said, Scott, your Favorite sleeper hitters for week 21. So I don't love this group all that much. I want to point out tough week for sleeper hitters. The one I really do like for sure is Nolan Jones, who has picked it up at the plate again for the Rockies. They are at home all week. And as of now, they're scheduled to face nothing but righties. So both of those good news for Nolan Jones. I'd like to play him. Uh, the Twins are one of those teams with only five games, but that since there are so many, I'm not going to hold that against them. Their five games are two against the Tigers, three against the Pirates. So they'll be facing a bunch of weak pitchers, and they're scheduled to face nothing but righties as well, which is good news for Max Kepler, Edward Julian especially, and also Matt Walner. I like all three this week. Kerry Carpenter uh, scheduled to face a bunch of righties for the Tigers. He's been hitting well of late. I think he's a fine play. You mentioned the Diamondbacks have the best matchups. They get three games in Colorado. I think that makes Jake McCarthy a fine play. Doesn't doesn't start every day, but hitting for average, stealing plenty of bases, hopefully can take advantage of those three games in Colorado. And also Tommy Pham, who's basically been an everyday player for the Diamondbacks since coming over the trade deadline. Hasn't gotten it going at the plate yet, but again, really favorable matchups. All right, for more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Odyssey app, or anywhere else podcasts are found. Thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, and we will be back again tomorrow. Bye-bye.